adaptability and flexibility. What has this got to do with your running? Well, simple. Adaptability is planning, anticipating. Flexibility is more immediate. Stay tuned. We've got a great show coming up. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. <laughs> yes, thanks for joining us. Season 4, Episode 39, Adapt, Run, Flexibility, Running. Oh my goodness. This is good stuff coming up because adaptability is a word that, that run coaches often use in their training plans just to make sure that there is this willingness even to, to adapt. <laughs> that could even mean simple things like you know changing a strategy because something has changed or um, trying a new pace and basically to, to, to modify. And it can also include various behavior based on the situation that's you know, currently that you're currently in. So a example, let's say you're running a 5k with aim of getting a personal best. Hmm? And you may show adaptability by changing your pace earlier than anticipated because you need to overtake a group of runners that's ahead of you and they are blocking the way. They're a bit slower than you. They're going to slow you down. So you're going to, even though you had a certain pace in mind, you're going to accelerate now. So that is adaptability. Or when you're going for your personal best, you know, and each kilometer counts so much more than in a half marathon. In a half marathon, you can catch up. You don't need to react immediately. So in such a situation, you must allow or include more complex pacing and you need to be prepared to, to see such opportunity. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck behind those runners. You're going to lose that time and there's going to be too few kilometers or too few miles to make it up. Flexibility, on the other hand, is that term that you can use to describe your, your ability to make compromises. Now, this includes, you know, you need to... You need to negotiate with yourself, so, you know, depending on, on the situation. Let's say you're an experienced marathon. It's not your first marathon. It's not your second one. You've done a few, but maybe you're going to show some adaptability by participating in a marathon abroad, okay? And there's a touristic part of your journey, so you're going to be doing a lot of walking around. You're going to be a lot of sightseeing. You need to adjust to the local time zone, maybe, different food, absorb the culture and all of that. And you might not be acclimatized fully, number one, and you might struggle with your sleep pattern. And you know it. So rather than going for your best, you know, uh, personal best, reset your goal and perhaps go into the marathon saying, allowing yourself an extra 15, 20, or even an extra half an hour. You're a three-hour marathoner. Maybe this one you're going to be doing in 3.30. If you're a 3.30 marathoner, allow 3.45 or four hours. And whether it's, you know, running alone or, or in a group, sometimes you haven't got, you haven't got access to your, your favorite trails or maybe you're lacking some little bit sense of direction because you haven't planned any races. And these things can happen. And it's a, it's a difficult situation because there's opportunity to challenge yourself, but also, you know, to diversify what you're current, what you've been doing all this time and expand a little bit your mental horizon because routines are great because routine, they encourage your consistency, effective time management, structured day and all of that. However, if you are too set in your routine, then it irritates you if the group says, let's go running somewhere else. And it sort of like winds you up because the race that you always take part in is, isn't, is being postponed, you know. 
you know, behaviors become more, more habitual. And that organized approach, when that's taken away from us, sometimes we are forced to rethink how to spend our time and how we're going to train for it, how we're going to prepare for it. So that's something where it can lead to mental exhaustion. And this mental exhaustion can be demotivating. And that's a, that's a common symptom for, for many runners because suddenly, you know, there's adversity, there's disruption, and then they can't find the right approach. And actually what you should be doing is you should embrace this time, flexibility, <laughs> and to come back, you know, even mentally stronger for the race, a race that you never thought of participating in. So that's versatility. It's the perfect time to try new races. And if you were to do the same routine every single day, you're not going to be making any progress. Your body needs that different kind of stress and stimulus. And so does your brain to adapt, to get stronger, to get faster, more efficient. And the more you engage in such activities, you know, it's a cognitive effort. Just imagine, perhaps you were injured for a couple of weeks, you, were, you just couldn't run at all, and you started the first time, and you, you most probably looked like Bambi on ice, you know, you struggled. But then, a couple of weeks down the line, gee, you were cruising along, and you were just doing excellent, you felt it, it's, it's just a thing of the past. So change up your training and add that variety to the mix. Adaptability, by being adaptable, that, that's something, you, you can practice it. Uh, it's, a, it's a crucial um, a trait to have to be very successful. You know, it's and so that we don't lose motivation altogether. By being adaptable, you keep an open mind. You're creative. You hear something new, you know, it's by strengthening your muscles, you know, adaptability muscles. You're not going to be living in that patterned routine of a runner which who always does the same thing, training exactly the same way. You, you're definitely going to give your mind the chance to develop new skills, you know, by adapting to different running formats. Positivity. I know this is an overused one. Just be positive, you know. No, it's not like that. It's more about being positive and enthusiasm is something that's a powerful emotion that you need to have inside yourself, not just to make your circumstances more pleasurable, but also it'll, it'll give you that ammunition that you need to be more productive in when you have some adversity. You know, if you start off negatively and there's already the next, the next issue that comes up in your run, you know, already it's two negative things and this is the third one, you didn't sleep well and now there's a group of runners and oh my goodness. So positive emotions, they, they broaden your perspective. You're going to see the bigger picture of why you're here and, and what's currently happening. And it's going to help you improve your situation because just looking at the negative definitely, uh, definitely isn't. So to, to, to miss that predictability and the comfort of former routines, just fill that void with positivity. Especially if you spent months training for a marathon, you're probably used to spending every spare moment running, recovering, stretching, strengthening, looking at Strava, you know, what are you eating? You, you might have dreamt of that spare time, and that's going to be during the tapering phase. And now that it's there, fill it up with positivity. And what's going to happen next? Those nerves that are going to be there. Those nerves in the days before the marathon, that butterfly, it might be butterflies in your stomach, it might be that you're not sleeping so well. Hey, that's what's going to be. It, it, your brain basically knows you're going to be heading into some discomfort. And so your body gets flooded with cortisol, that stress chemical. It's trying to maybe keep you there from not running. And your job is to notice this 
and then to react in such a way that you have that powerful story in place in your mind that, yeah, it's challenging. Yes, there will be a difficult stretch. That's why I entered and that's why I trained and that's why I've prepared thoroughly for this. It keeps your, your strength in your mind. So this training is going to focus on weaknesses and the race weak is all about your strength. <laughs> your training is focusing on the weaknesses and when you go out to that race, it's going to be all about your strength. It's going to be your resilience, your tenacity, or your, your physical strength, you know, your endurance or your great techniques that you have. Or you might be, you, you have especially trained a section of the marathon already, or your core strength or whatever it might be, you know. Um, and your strength might also be supporters that you have uh, along the racetrack. Uh, don't, don't underestimate that. Suddenly seeing a loved one standing there, <laughs> camera in a hand, you know, taking a photograph of you running, what's going to happen? You, you're not going to be having a, a facial expression of suffering. You're going to be smiling. You're going to be, wow. And there's this very famous um, quote by Paula Radcliffe uh, where she explains that um, she, she is running in a difficult period and she says, um, even when I've run a personal best, I've still gone through rough spots. And it shows she's reflecting a top world-class athlete is admitting, you know, that even though it's a personal best, there were rough spots in it. We forget that. You know, we see Elliot Kipchoge in Berlin, fifth win. How great is that? He had some difficulties along the way. It happens. We, we just see that, that glorious finish. So that means don't panic. If there is that difficult spot, you know, keep focused, keep a technique. One of the techniques maybe you've learned on this podcast, you know, some runners, they have a technique where they just basically focus on one thing, the next step, the next step. You might be doing the two-to-one method that we've mentioned on this podcast numerous times. You might be using your moment of excellence, that point that you press, and suddenly you have this mental picture of you coming up, being strong, being powerful. Just get over that difficult spot. They don't last forever, which is a confidence boost. You know, that, those days before the marathon, just write down again for yourself your goal, which is something that you can control. Your goal, how you're going to perform during that marathon or during that 10K or whatever it is. And give yourself a technical instruction when you hit that difficult spot. That's adaptability. <laughs> that is flexibility by first giving an instruction and seeing if you can then not relay that. Maybe it's something you write on your arm. Maybe it's something, I hope you've got some space on your forearm. It's not full of tattoos. Keep some space there before your tattoo artist covers it completely. Keep a blank space there where you're not just going to write a mantra, but where you're going to write something perhaps Two to one. Two to one means for every negative thought that I have, I'm going to find two things that are positive. That can already carry you through that. Because whatever it is, whether it's a 5K, whether with a very ambitious time or, or a marathon, your brain can be intimidated by it. So divide it up, whether it's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, whatever it is where you're going to go for your best. Break it up into smaller pieces, have a pace time set to it, and your brain has got something to look forward to, and it'll give you that dopamine every time you complete that kilometer in that required time. And you know what the biggest flexibility is that you have? <laughs> Flex your muscles to a smile. Research has found that smiling whilst running reduces the feeling of effort, but also increases those positive thoughts that you, that you need. 
and apparently it calms your emotional state. And they found this, actually there's a deep study on this about cyclists with a smiling face where they were riding in, in lab conditions and they were able to ride 12% longer than those with the, not, I wouldn't say the grumpy face, but with the normal face. <laughs> and most of all, stick it to those tough times. You know, you, you're going to have that difficult time Keep that smile on, especially there. That's the easiest how you're going to override that. Finally, the best is to repeat that best race, you know, whether it was the 5K, the 10K, whatever, what you would do differently. Replay it in your mind once you've done it and see what could you have done better without being too critical. So picture it, you've trained for a month, you had that perfect test run a few days before, and bam, now you're going for gold, and, and suddenly, you know, an issue arises. You know, maybe you get hit by a cramp, you have an issue with your shoes, something unexpected, or that race bib is causing your concentration to wonder, oh, why didn't I use those safety pins? Why did I get that new Amazon recommends magnet things? <laughs> Whatever the issue, you can feel your perfect race is suddenly slipping away from you. And sometimes, no matter how well you prepare, something is wrong right in the beginning and you can't foresee it. So learning how to deal with that issue may not make the problem go away, but it'll help you be prepared. And if, if everything else fails, you know what you're going to do? You are going to be adapting to the environment. You're going to turn off your watch because it's sending you the wrong signals it's going to send you a signal every time that you are running too slow that you're off pace it's going to confirm your worst fears now the watches are great for look i love a beautiful gps watch it's fantastic but if i'm struggling to hit my goal pace and i'm really i've got all this pressure on me and i'm I'm really feeling mentally challenged just turn off that watch and just run by feel you know what it's going to do is it's going to ensure you're running at a pace That'll take you to the finish line. <laughs> if everything fails, how flexible are you in terms of something you've never considered? But you know what? Happened to me about two weeks back. Yep, I was the hero. It was my local marathon here where I live. All the routes that I know, all the hills that I've practiced on. I was flying. I was doing great until kilometer 30 when suddenly <laughs> the wheels came off. <laughs> I had to adapt. And it may seem something like you, you really don't want to talk about. But you know what? If you're dealing with a nasty stitch or your mental game is falling apart or you just realized you're just fatigued beyond belief because it is too hot, hotter than you ever imagined. You didn't drink enough because you were in hero mode. You didn't take a hat because <laughs> yeah, you're going to finish this marathon so quickly. You know, Before the sun's up, you're going to be finished already. <laughs> you know what you're going to do? You're going to walk. You're going to walk. You're going to slow down and take a walk. You're going to breathe. You're going to focus on your breath. You're going to regroup. And then when and if you feel ready, you'll start running again. And sometimes that's the break you need to get your your body and your head back into the race. And you might even find that suddenly you're running better than before. So stay calm, be patient. If something happens and you, maybe you missed one of the splits and suddenly, you know, you're, you're, you're again you realize, oh, this is not working out. Just stay calm, slowly work your ba- way back up to where you want to be. And don't obsess. A bad result? I mean, what is bad? I had a bad result in my last marathon. 
bad what is bad it's a time i it's, it's the worst marathon time i ever had and i didn't train for it so i feel terrible it's seeing all the effort i put into it and it's a race that sort of it's it's left its wound inside of me so definitely i, I need to spend some time to understand what went wrong i know what went wrong <laughs> and i'm not holding a grudge and the same to you don't hold on to that race where you didn't meet expectations too long what transpired on a race day is, is usually a complex series of events. And it's not an indication that you're not a good runner, that you can't handle race pressure. It's not an indication that, that you know, you, you should leave running. No, 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 no. So don't obsess about your apparent disastrous race. You know, try to think of it as an odd result. Learn from the experience. Be adaptable. Be flexible in your next run. You know, there's the series and... In a, 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 that became very famous in the States a couple of years back already for private pilots where they learned and were encouraged to talk about their errors and it was called I Learned About Flying From That. And that's where pilots shared their real life experiences about what went wrong and, and how they were lucky you know, to come out of that situation and land that plane alive. So you came out of the situation. It's not a life or death matter. Be adaptable. Practice your flexibility. I want to end off with a beautiful verse here from the Bible. Isaiah, he gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Hey, thanks for joining us in today's show. My name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.